Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Next Level Show. Your favorite host is back, baby. We're here. We're live. Um, no, I'm kidding. It's I still probably sound like shit. Um, <laughs> I was dealing with a sinus infection last week. Um, so it's been like a little bit of recovery for me. I didn't last week. I sounded worse than I do right now. And right now, Mr. Gabriel, uh, we have a really funky schedule. Um, all of us right now, yep. we're all super busy trying to, uh, stay consistent. I'm kind of glad we did the adjustment to the schedule as far as dropping the volume just for now. We will probably ramp it back up once we're back on uh, a more synchronized schedule where we can all kind of hop on regularly because uh, these do take a good amount of time so just to produce good content for you guys we don't ever want to just pump out like just whatever randomness even though we kind of go off on tangents but it's stuff that you guys can always take away and uh, take some value of course um, but super glad to be back I miss I, I was physically available to record last week but I send the guys an audio so they can hear uh, and it would have not have been a good uh, you would have just hear me <laughs> <clears throat> just like in the background and that just would have been awful yeah um, yeah it's it sounded like a sinus infection so it was better that you weren't yeah <laughs> yeah i had to take off from the gym last week i was kind of bummed out because i was literally looking forward getting back from new york being able to work out but it rests up uh, it was it was a head thing it wasn't a it wasn't like a, a body cold or like a, like something with like with my uh, with my my breathing or anything like that but to play it safe it's been rumors that covid has been spiking again so i've been kind of laying low as it yeah, was yeah what is it uh beta or delta or delta i believe delta yeah um yeah i don't mean it risk was, it it was about to happen but what I think would happen, I'll just kind of give my personal opinion because I'm pretty good at assessing myself. I'm pretty honest. Like, I'm not going to be like, I'm 100%. Right now, I feel really good. It's just that you, you know, when you have like a cold or any type of thing like when you're with your sinuses, it's like a, a couple of days where you still sound like you have something, but you're not breathing anything weird. You're not really coughing. It's just lingering. It yep. sounds like allergies. Um, last, when I was in New York, I remember the first day we got there, we got rained on while we were walking through the city. I went to a pizzeria and that pizzeria, I don't know if I was standing next to the, the AC vent that they had. It was kind of low to the ground. So it was, it's not like, you know, in Florida where kind of the AC units are running above you. Um, it's really rare if it's like level with you. And I was, I, I had my, my shirt was wet. Uh, my clothes was wet. I'm getting like with that. I could, I felt like I was shivering combining with poor sleep, alcohol, uh, just inconsistent schedule with my food and all that. Then coming back to a different climate, slightly hotter, more humid. Uh, just being in the city overall, being in subways, being in like uh, trains, you, all the germs that are different that are not usually what I'm used to, right? Yeah. Um, it was just like it was just a recipe to get you know feeling like shit, and it was literally all in my face. I have never had a bad sinus infection like that, and to the point that my my left side was like hurting. Um, I would press on it really hard and it left like a mark on my face. That's like how much I get hurt. Like, I was like, geez, I've never had this, but, uh, thankfully nothing serious. Um, like I said, breathing, taste, smell, body joints, all that checked out pretty good. Um, I just literally just slept, man. I caught up on my sleep, had a good sleep schedule going on this weekend. 
Uh, definitely feel very re- today. I didn't even need a nap. I felt really well rested today. Um, so it, sleep is a big thing. I, I can't stress it enough to you guys. It really is. Um, I'm starting to learn that as well. Um, Oliver is officially like officially, officially teething, like two teeth are poking through. We, there's actually a chart. So I didn't know this. There is an order in which teeth normally show up. Um, and now that I'm really thinking about it, I really wish that nature kind of did this a little bit differently, but so his bottom two in the front are coming through, which is pretty, pretty normal. Um, and people weren't exaggerating. It's pretty much a full blown shit show. Um, he is not a happy camper and it's rough. It's not fun. So we're kind of going through sleep regression where he was sleeping like a good eight or nine hours a night. And now it's like a couple hours here. He wakes up screaming a couple minutes here. He wakes up screaming. If you put him down, he is probably going to wake up and he's probably going to let you know that he's not happy about it. So, um, I'm definitely feeling the effects of that as well. Um, sleep is, (laughs) very very valuable and we just got used to sleeping again so it it sucks but i'm kind of thinking about it this is my this is my my complaint with mother nature right now why are we why are we dragging this out he's already pissed he's already pushing two teeth through why not just push it through over the course of like a week just give me all 30 however many teeth like all in that week it'll be a rough week and then you're done. Why, why do we have to prolong this? Why does it make any sense for them to come out like in a specific order, these two first, and then these two, and then these four, and then just fucking send it, bro. Like, just give it to me all the way. And then we're done. It'll be a bad week. And then you're in the clear. I don't, I don't understand. So if ever presented with the opportunity to talk with whoever makes these kinds of decisions, I'm, I'm going to file that as an official complaint on on behalf of humanity at this point, because I know other parents around the world know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. No, that's um, ironically enough. I was looking up at fun facts about teeth, uh, not about teeth, but it's just about human beings. And one about teeth came up, but it was about babies, about children and how when you're born, you have layers of teeth that are just there. And, Excuse me, the water got down my throat. Uh, promise it's not COVID. Um, it's it's creepy when you look at the skeleton of like of the, of how it looks with the layers of teeth. It looks very weird. Yeah, um, looks something like out out of a horror movie. But you that's kind of you can actually feel it if you if you poke them up here and down here. Oh wow, you can you can feel. I mean, it's obviously like it's through skin and muscles, so it's not like a highly defined feeling, but you can feel there's little, there's little things right there. You can, that's it's, so crazy. It's kind I of never, strange. I yeah. never, I never thought of that. And that's when I looked at it. I'm like, huh, mm-hmm. that's a random yeah. fact that I never would have caught. Yep. They have everything they need to become a full grown adult. It's all there. It just has to come through. Um, that's actually something that's, you got to be careful with, with kids around their jaws and stuff like that, because you could potentially, you know, if God forbid, if a, a infant ever breaks their jaw or anything like that, that can mess up what's happening with their teeth. So, um, yeah, that's, it's there. It's wow. just waiting. There, that's something I didn't know. Well, that's fun fact for me. Um, basically I'm trying to think of anything else that comes to mind right now, as far as announcements, uh, as you guys know, if you're listening to this through the 
audio version. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel. If you could go ahead and kindly subscribe if you haven't already, just kind of we're trying to get those subscribers up, uh, get those views up. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you enjoy watching the, the video content, um, go ahead and give this video a thumbs up. It just helps us kind of continue to trend and grow up um, little by little. We're not in a rush. I mean, we're just here just trying to get the hang of this whole YouTube algorithm thing and how it works and stuff. But um, but I, I personally, podcasting wise, I still enjoy the audio because I don't have to be watching. I can do it in my car. So I get it. So, I mean, whatever platform you're using, uh, we appreciate the support on all platforms. And as far as anything else here on my notes, I don't have anything. Uh, we do have a couple topics that we wanted to run by um, kind of on this it doesn't need each one doesn't require we could do it in full episode i guess but um for these yeah. i think that it's um we've covered it in, in depth on other episodes but i think it's good to readdress these are just questions that i get either on instagram or from in-person clients or just conversations that i have with people when they find that i'm a personal trainer these are the, the common things that still pop up the first thing is um exercises to get rid of you know stubborn body fat right um or someone will point like usually women will point to their arms or certain parts of their body like their hips um yeah. what are some exercises um that we can do to get rid of these spots these parts like in, in this case fat um it's always funny because i i kind of give that little smirk that i do and I have to give them the bad news, basically, that uh, there's nothing you can necessarily do or work out ever so hard to to override, you know, the fat and that the muscle is going to just melt it away. There's this false um, belief system that, you know, I think even if you know better, you still kind of fall into this. It's very it's I don't know what it is about us that we kind of fall into this pattern that no matter what it just sounds too good so you kind of just you i think it's a hopeful hopeful thinking i guess yeah, if that's you what put I was it that say. Way. yeah but the truth of the matter is is that unfortunately like the only way to get rid of those stubborn areas we know is through diet and this 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 kind of falls under the spot reduction myth mike yeah so uh i've heard this like 4 million times uh in the past couple of weeks cuz i've been sitting out front the uh the crunch we're at a tent right now with the trailer because the gym's not open yet but this is a conversation i've had a ton of times because yeah this comes up oh you're a trainer how do i get rid of this it's 100 so i always i always kind of approach it like this so um anybody that's really tried to target like their arms for example that's a very common one especially with with women um that's one of the, the bigger hot spots for like body fat especially unwanted body fat um anybody that's already done this you already kind of know this like if you were to do nothing but biceps triceps and shoulders um relatively speaking those are small muscles so you're not really burning that many calories to begin with which is one of the things that we need to do we've talked about this calorie deficit to lose body fat um but one of the things that happens is you're actually building the muscle underneath the fat so it gives the appearance that your arms are actually getting bigger which is the exact opposite of what you're looking to achieve and you know i always tell people this if if i knew how to spot reduce for you i would be a millionaire because everybody would be coming to me and I would be giving out the secret for money and it would get me a very, very nice house and a very nice car. But that's just not the case. I mean, it's just not factual. And you can kind of look at it like this. So when you were putting on the body fat, do you remember how you got to pick and choose where it went? 
No, it just went where it wanted to. It went where your body decided. Usually it goes to the stomach mm. first and then it goes out to the appendages, but that even that, you know, can kind of get a little bit of variance. So spot reduction is the same exact way. You can't pick and choose where it went. So you can't pick and choose where it's coming from. You can typically expect it to come off in the opposite order in which it went on. So if it went stomach first and then limbs, it'll hopefully come from limbs first and then stomach. It's not always the case though. Sometimes it's just a little bit from everywhere, like a global reduction. Um, but with that being said, it's unfortunately not true. Um, you just need to maintain calorie deficit, increase your activity levels, watch what you eat, maybe um, get on a good strength training routine, preferably with large complex movements that are beneficial for you in several different ways. I mean, what do you think, Jonathan? So I, I like, I like that example that you gave. It's, it's done to me, but I, I never put it that way necessarily. It's like when you, when you gained the weight originally, did you get to pick where it went? That's like actually a really good way to think about and reframe it. It's always like important when you're looking at a situation is to kind of like plan backwards, right? Like you want to like, you have your goal and then like break it down how you're going to get there. And if you, you really analyze it, what happened, even like the situation that you're in, like if you play it backwards, typically it's not just like, it's just that thing or like it, it, it just happened. You picked it. It just, things started happening as a, as a result of different things. Um, the way you gain body fat starts to happen over the course of time, very gradually. Some people think it's faster than it really is, but it's over a course of time of you constantly doing something without you thinking about it. And before you know it is when you realize when you turn over and you can feel your stomach or when you put on certain clothes and it doesn't fit, you're there. But um, to get back on track, the when someone tells me this, um, I always think that it's, it's where I used to be back when I first started working out. I always had short muscle insertions for my biceps. Um, and I always thought if I do, people used to market back then, uh, bad information was, oh, you do this to lengthen the bicep. And these things were stuff that I even fell victim to. So I don't knock on anyone that thinks this way about body fat or particular regions of the body, like certain muscles. I was that person at one point. It's if you, if you're learning, this is new to you you're going to probably most likely fall for certain things. If you don't have the proper voice of guidance, probably if you're listening to the show, you're going to able to bypass a lot of these things, but you're still gonna probably fall victim to your insecurities, stuff that you're not uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable by yourself. That when you see these buzz terms on the internet, um, stuff that gets marketed, you're going to be like down, curious to hope that there's something that that will work. Right. Um, but truth be told, can you uh, develop certain areas? Uh, yes. And I still think that even though you want to train and, and, and lose body fat in your arms, don't be afraid to train your arms because of it getting bigger. It's not going to be that drastic as like Mike may have made it seem. It's definitely not like that. We're just going to grow like out of control. Um, but, and you can still train your core, even though that's not necessarily going to burn fat in that particular region alone. Uh, it's the purpose of it just strengthening the body overall is going to be important. And then really focusing on your uh, nutrition, making sure you're staying, you're staying in a, in a calorie deficit, you're eating less calories, you're in a healthy deficit too. Cause I want to, I want to reiterate, I want to just emphasize that point because it's very common for people to think, 
oh, I need to cut calories. They cut like either carbs out, they cut fat out, they cut everything out. Um, they fast drastically and it's these extreme deficits. And then they fall into a pattern where they're uh, losing muscle at the same time. And they just look uh, bad when they get to that point. And I'm going to say bad just because like we need to put some illustration on what we're trying to say. Like you're, you're at a point where you don't, you're not happy with what you looked, right? Like how you look at that moment, you're kind of a skinnier, smaller version of the same person you were same shape so still prioritize working out it's not say that exercise is useless on the contrary it's going to sculpt and mold the body and this we're going to make a a point to say resistance training strength training this is the most important way to to sculpt and mold the body use nutrition to just uh, allow your body to burn more calories and be in a deficit where your body is able to tap into fat as energy um, little by little that unwanted fat will come. There are going to be some spots on your body. Everyone's going to be different. It's going to take longer for me. It's going to be more so my low back. That's the problem. Like I, it's the first place I'll gain fat. The last place I will come off. Usually some people it's different, like their arms, their chest, their face, their neck. Um, It just depends for me. It's, it's right where the bottom two and a half abs would be for me. That's like, and I mean, I know you remember this because you helped me achieve this. And it was just that last little bit right around my belly button. Um, even now, like looking at my arms, I have veins that are visible on my arms. But if I were to take my shirt off, I got a little bit of a spare tire going on because that's just where my body keeps it. My limbs stay relatively lean. You know, if I could change it, I would probably a little bit more evenly distributed, but that's just the way it is. And you got to, you know, be happy with where you are and what you have going on and just accept it and make the most out of it. I mean, that's the best we can do. Yeah, no, I, uh, a good point to make here for people. Um, we're back. Um, technical difficulties for now. Summer in Florida is not forgiving. And this is the only time of the season that we suffer a little bit during the time we record. But anywho... The point that we were making before that amazing strike of lightning you probably hear on the audio, I'm actually going to leave that there because I want people to uh, hear what we experience. I'm back to life. I'm a, I'm a ghost talking. That's what it is. We just got obliterated. No. So the, the point that we were just wrapping up here, I'm on spot reduction. Things to keep in mind. Uh, I can't remember exactly the point that I left off, but we were just talking about that those stubborn areas. Oh, now I actually know what point we're going to talk about my thing of thought i was talking about a little bit of the difference between how we store fat just to uh, to get make an emphasis for men and women we store fat differently you were talking about how your your extremities your limbs usually are um lean and your it goes right to your midsection for women it's a little bit different it's typically their midsection will stay at a certain shape for a while and it's usually their arms their legs their butt usually it gains most of the weight um, this is, I was actually just talking to a client about this and it's actually a good thing. That's uh, it's, it's how it's supposed to be. So if, if you're a guy, you want to primarily be the first place you want to store fat is in your midsection. You don't want to be gaining uh, fat in your butt, your legs, your hips. Um, it's going to give you more of a feminine shape, like more of a pear shape. And that's not what you want as a man that, that can mean that hormonal profiles are off. Um, same thing for women. It's the opposite. Women that uh, gain fat primarily in their midsection and, and rarely in their uh, limbs, they usually have a, 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 an unbalanced hormone profile. So even the way we store fat is a, a sign if we're 
we're running efficiently, if our body's doing what it needs to do, we're healthy. There's even, it's, it's ironically, it's, it, there's a healthy way to store fat, basically, is what I'm saying. Um, so these things are normal. Ladies, be patient, really try to like, uh, patient with your diet, because you have your menstrual cycle that comes in once a month, you have to kind of advocate for that as well. And just be patient going through the process. A guy will may get your, let's say you're with your husband or your partner, or just a guy friend that you know, you're both doing a weight loss challenge. He's probably going to lose more, more overall fat quicker than you um, in, in a short amount of time, just because he, we don't have that interruption each month. So it's a little bit of a disadvantage. It is what it is, but it's not to dismotivate you just to be, you can become aware of it. And there's nothing inherently wrong with you. It's just that you have to account for those things that you may have those influxes. Um, your hormone profile is going to be different. It's going to affect the way and the, the way you lose fat in the, in the speed that you lose fat at times. But the, the principle is the principle calorie deficit, give it time, strength, train, prioritize recovery. Um, don't worry about spending too much time in the gym, just extra on abs. In that case, you can spend more time perfecting your squat, perfecting your deadlifts, perfecting certain exercises that you may struggle with and practice. And those alone burn calories as well, more so than just doing a hundred sit-ups uh, in place. Just wanted to make a point on that before we finish up. I concur. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we didn't have um, Mr. Gabe. It's been a while since we haven't been able to record all three of us. I'm kind of like bummed out we didn't do that. But I hope that the listeners actually took some uh, some good value here. Uh, Takeaway. Sorry about the interruption once again. Especially that we're live. We have the video uh, part of it. You're gonna see obviously when that happens. But we keep it transparent. It happens. It's part of uh, how we have to do things as of now. Maybe in the near future, once we're recording in person, it'll be a little bit different. We can have, uh, it doesn't, it won't matter because this is a laptop. My computer's fine. The internet though, not so much. I just literally saw Mike's face freeze up, loud uh, thunder sound and cut. Um, but yeah, I, do we have any other points that we need to add here? I was going to add just the order, order of importance here. It's kind of what I said at the end, main thing strength train to change your body to sculpt your body that's going to be the main thing you got to worry about if you're unhappy with a region of the body then the next thing is going to be your calories making sure your nutrition is a as accounted for in this case how many calories you're consuming you need to be eating less than a healthy amount less don't be cutting too drastically just a nice healthy deficit that you're not hungry all the all the time but it puts you a little bit uncomfortable and then just be patient and let that ride out. Um, and you'll start to notice your body begin to change. You don't want to see crazy drops in those areas too, because it's not going to speed up the process of that undesired area to get there faster. So don't get misguided in that quick progress in this case is what you want. You actually want a nice steady rate of fat loss, about a pound to two pounds a week is more than enough for the average person. And then just focusing on recovery, uh, having other practices that keep you busy. Don't be harping on the, uh, the nuances. Just keep uh, to the basics, stick to your guns, and you will see this thing through. Um, yeah, one of the metrics I'm actually learning um, right now is that a good, a good rule of thumb and a pretty, pretty much a good average is about 1% to 2% of body fat lost per month. 2% um, yep. obviously being like 10 out of 10 everything. Um, and then, of course, like we've mentioned before, it's not always going to be a straight line down. Um, that's probably an average based on a certain period of time. There's definitely going to be months where things kind of stall for a bit. That's just part of the process. You know, just yeah. don't give up. That's the only way to fail is giving up. So just keep at it. 
and be sure to reach out and let us know if you have any questions or issues because that's why we're here. Absolutely. I, I love when anybody takes the time to shoot me a message on Instagram or an email, um, just letting me know that they listen to the show from who knows what part of the world and that they're getting value. And if they have a particular question on their, if they need help, you know, uh, more one-on-one -on -one coaching, that's stuff that me and Mike and Gabe offer. Um, you know, I know the guys are taking on clients at this moment. I'm going to vouch for you guys as well that you guys are. Um, we would love to help you on a more personal level. Obviously, one-on-one -on -one is different than just giving out this general information that are all principles that you should follow and they implement and modify to your needs. Uh, but like I said, the channels are open. Uh, Mike, close us out with anything that you need to. I know you guys have that extra spin. Yeah, so um, I've got a good question for you, Jonathan. This is I've been this has been bothering me. So, uh, what starts with a T, ends with a T, and has T in it? Begins with a T, ends with a T, and has a T in it. Yeah, it's a teapot. I was just going to say tit. Tit? Eh, kind of. Eh, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Anything oh, else? Oh, man. Um, no, that's it. That's all I got today. I'm not as awesome. prepared. <laughs> no worries. Um, awesome listeners. If you guys liked this episode, you guys already know the drill. Go ahead and uh, leave us on YouTube uh, a little thumbs up on uh, a thumbs up on the video. Comment in the comment section if you have any questions. In the audio podcast world, five-star review always helps us tremendously. And if you're feeling extra generous, a little written review also goes a long way. We'll, we'll read it on uh, the next episode. We'll, we kind of keep tabs on those things as well. We want to kind of just give back to you guys as much as possible. With that being said, check us out on Instagram at The Next Level Show. My personal account is at John Alba Fitness. Gabe is at Prime and Glory. And Mike is at Mike Nellis PT. Until the next one.